What's going on? It's your boy Tez Reacts back at it again with another episode of the We're Not Experts podcast. I have my wonderful co-host with me, boy Mac, and I got Eric. All right, but first and foremost, let me go ahead and ask y'all boys, how y'all doing this week? How's everything been? I'm going good, man. Just chilling. Uh, didn't have to work this much this weekend or this week, so it's been cooling, bro. What about you, Eric? Uh, uh, I've been looking for houses, and it's actually like not doing well. I uh, in the last two weeks, I've been gone for a little while, but in the last two weeks, I went and saw. I want to say about 13 houses now, put about five offers in every single one of them, including today, last one, uh, my bids got denied. So that's kind of a pain in the ass. I'm going to go see one tomorrow and probably put a bid on it. I drove by it earlier, saw it from the outside. I saw the HVAC, I saw the roof and it was raining too. So that might've been like the perfect time to go see something. Uh, but unfortunately, someone was in the driveway. I think the owner was there, you know, cleaning it out, you know, because we uh, set an appointment at 830 to go see that in the morning. But I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it turns out it's just really discouraging this market right now and uh, not having the money that you think you have to uh, to do this. But other than that, like I've been chilling. I've been I haven't worked in about a week and a half. I'm OK with that. <laughs> i feel that um so yeah just in regards to the housing market i already know how bad that is right now like people are literally paying paying 10% over market value for houses that ain't even worth that much and these interest rates are about to jump they're predicting a crash but i'm just hoping everything kind of holds steady because yeah it'll get real bad crime rates are gonna go up and all that other stuff but my week right so it's been pretty it hasn't been bad it's just me getting back into the saddle of everything just getting back into work and then my kids actually three out of five caught covid and they're fine now but they were uh they were all real tired yeah so i had to deal with that this week and i don't know everybody's good just uh thanking the lord for all that but um just I was thinking about because we were talking about the Kendrick album and whatnot, and I just wanted to know, Mac, how you feel about the album? I know Eric ain't listened to it, but just how do you feel about it? It's been out like a day and a half. Yeah, it's been out about a day and a half. Yeah, uh, I only listened to the first probably about six songs, and no skips so far, man. Like K Dot, you already know he, he dropped some shit. That's fire, bro, so. As I much got, as, uh, go ahead. No, so I got I got to finish the album, but you know it's that's the type of shit you got to play, bro. You like it's funny because I got a text from uh, Melanie because I, I left the house at like nine o'clock in the morning, and we got cameras out there, so you can it, like it will alert your phone when someone's in the driveway or by the front door. And she saw me sitting in my truck like 15, 20 minutes. And I was supposed to be you know left and go to work. <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, hey, "What's this Kendrick album?" It's like that's the type of shit you got to sit there and get absorbed. You know what I mean? Like, I want my kids in the truck and nothing like that. So, first six albums or six songs, fire. Like, it's on point. So, 
pretty excited. I'll probably end up listening to it when I work out later later on today. See, I tried to listen to it when I worked out earlier. It's not an album that kind of, it's not going to get you that pump that you need, but it it is like, it's something you got to sit down, you got to digest, especially when it's your first time like hearing it. Yeah. What I like about Kendrick is when Kendrick makes music, it's not all about the clout chasing stuff. He kind of, he's actually anti all the clout chasing stuff. And just with social media and all this other stuff, it just makes you think about how much people are really doing for all this clout. So like I was telling you all earlier, there is a, there's a bunch of women, there's famous women, not so famous women that they are going over to Dubai with uh, men and they're doing all types of crazy stuff in order to pay for those trips. So a lot of times you see women, like all those influencers over in Dubai, they're doing something ungodly. Like I've heard stories of, you know, people eating camel shit, you know, sucking off camels and all this other stuff. So it's fucking gross. But my question to y'all is, if it came down to being degraded in public, what would be your price? <laughs> I don't know. Man, to me, it's just no amount of money. I feel like, right? But this is the thing that we ain't been tempted. Yeah, you feel me? If Elon was like, yo, poor Bill, bro. This cat shit out the litter, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a tempt, you know what I mean? But I won't do it personally because that money ain't gonna last forever. But that cat shit taste in your mouth, that shit will last forever. I promise you. Four <laughs> bill. If somebody give you four bill for some cat shit, bro, yeah, rinse that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I would eat some cat shit before. Bill. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm sorry. Because you gotta think about this. Because like I'm thinking like lasting effects, bro. So what if he was like eat this cat shit out the litter? Right, on live. It's gonna broadcast throughout the world, right? So four bill, that's nice. Okay, that's a come up, that's a huge come up. But now you gotta look at generations of your family, bro. How you get the money? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you gotta about your kid getting clowned at school because his dad ain't cash it on live something. So it was just, it don't just affect you, man. It affects your family too, bro. So I, I couldn't do it personally. What about you, Eric? Oh, I'd, I'd eat that cat chip. <laughs> All right, but what would be your price though? Um, well, I don't know. You you kind of got to tell me what what it would be so I okay. can make it up on my own. All right, so yeah. Um, so how much do you think it'll like uh, if you had to? Let's make it sweet here. So let's say you had to not only eat cat shit, but you had to be like degraded. Like I'm talking like they in there like throwing shit in your face, talking all this crazy stuff to you and just degrading you on in public. How much would it cost? Like, what's your price? Oh man, I'm I'm a cheap dude. I just told you just a little while ago, I'm trying to fucking bid on houses and I'm not competitive because <laughs> I don't have money, man. Whatever <laughs> whatever it takes. I don't give a fuck what junior sees, man. Like, hey man, I had to get us a house, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't know like more so like yeah cash it degrade me whatever uh i don't know because now if you think about it uh the u.s dollar like say a thousand bucks right that's ten dollars that's ten dollars compared to what like our parents were doing back in the day you know what i mean so 
I don't know, I have to say about probably my uh, lowest for whatever less degraded thing, probably about 150,000. Okay. You know what I mean? We're talking about eating like cat turtles and shit, but I know these women are doing a lot worse in Dubai. So it's it the game a little bit. Like that money needs to go up depending on what stakes you're asking to do. So you're talking about sucking on camels and shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm that's, not gonna do that. Meal at least, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. If, I, so, if I'm putting in a, if I'm putting a member of another person <laughs> in or around, around my mouth, hey man, that yeah, that's way up, dog. And uh, it better stay in international waters. But not, you know that actually <laughs> not come back this way. That does like spark a little, a little thinking in my brain because like when I'm on Instagram, like you do see a lot of women in Dubai. And I'm like, yo, like, I've never been in Dubai, but I know it's an expensive area. You know, you gotta have money to be there. So all these women traveling and shit. Now I'm thinking, like, damn, they over there sucking camel dicks. Like, I don't, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so if it if it was something simple as like eating cat shit, I mean, people do that on Fear Factor. That is true, Joe Rogan. <laughs> it what's funny about Fear Factor though is I thought. Remember when Dave Chappelle did like the. Uh, the parody, yeah. And they had to eat elf penises. I didn't realize they had to eat actual penises on Fear Factor before. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "Oh, this was not a joke." And people are doing it. Like they all ate it. And just imagine being that dude that eat it and you don't get no money. Because that's society. That's a society thing, though. Because a lot of cultures do eat. Like there's cultures, bro. Like like Hispanic cultures that eat the placenta after a baby's born. You know what I mean? Like that shit to me is disgusting. But if that's part of their culture, they're used to it. That, I mean, it wouldn't be that far-fetched to them. Natives do that, too. Yeah, I was going to say, it's actually, a, like, I've heard a lot of different stories about people eating the placenta. I'm trying to think of what my price would be, though. If it's well, just, like, if it's cat we gotta, shit. We got to talk about a fucking act, dog. You can't just <laughs> say your price. So, yeah. So, say, yes. say you, you, you tell me, like, 200 grand. I'm like, all right, man. 200 grand and i tell you the wildest shit ever and you're like nope i'm like well well you just lied dog what the fuck no so yeah for me i think it just depends because i know for like i can't live myself down because at the end of the day my legacy is what is how my children are going to see me at the end of the day that's what's going to be the lasting thing when it comes to them so if it was something like sucking off a camel i'm not doing that uh, yeah, you can go ahead. You can drop me off. Even if I'm like completely dog shit poor, like I don't have a place to live. I mean, that's one thing that the military has already taught me is how to be fucking homeless. I'm good. Like other than that, if it's something like eating cat shit, I'll do I'll do that for 50K if it was guaranteed. Eating a camel dick. I'm pretty sure they do that out there. <laughs> is that the same as sucking a dick or eating? You know what I mean? Uh, I if it comes to sucking a dick, I'd rather eat one, dog. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's an animal. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, dog. Just imagine, bro, that shit's stuck in your stomach for real. For real. Exactly. Tell me, yeah. tell me this though. Tell me this. It comes bro. out your ass, bro. Yeah, whatever. Everything comes out your ass, dog. But tell me this. You're saying. All right, I'm gonna force you, regardless of whatever, whatever, whatever circumstances is. You're going to have to do one of them. You're going to suck this dick 
Are you going to eat this dick off this dead camel or this live camel? What you going to fucking take, dog? You see what I mean? It's yeah, like, are we talking life or death? Are we talking? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about life. or we're, we're talking about like the worst circumstances to you. Because when it comes to life or death, a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, fuck up. Just kill me, dog. But what I'm saying is the worst outcome to you, whatever is your worst fear, you know what I mean? The, the actual fucking fact shit. To where I could let we could get an actual answer out of you, whether you're gonna fucking put that thing in your mouth while it's alive, or put that thing in your mouth while it's dead. You know what I mean? Or cut off. You see what I'm saying? I'd rather eat the dead camel. Eat the yeah. Eat the so so you'd rather eat the dick than eat the dick. Because now it's <laughs> all right. So if you break it down in layman's terms, it's 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 the same thing. You're putting. A dick in your mouth, right? Yeah, big time, big time. But, hey, bro, we sounded like some glizzy gladiators. Like, <laughs> <Like>, God damn. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but, the the time, time, but at the same time, that thing ain't going to spit in your mouth, dog. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's consuming yeah. for nutrients. <laughs> hey, Aztecs and shit, they did it. My ass, they fucking ate raw ass animals and shit, man. So I'd rather, I'd rather eat the dead thing, bro. Yeah. Well, still, too, out in fucking uh, Rocky Mountain oysters are still a fucking thing. That's uh, bull nuts. Motherfuckers eat nuts, dog. Maybe they taste good. You never know. I mean, motherfuckers be drinking bull sperm. You drink Red Bulls and monsters and shit. All that's hard. Like, that shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm good, bro. But, you know, I mean, it was a hell of a show, bro. Fear yeah, Factor was great. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Big time. They, they, I mean, most of it was just like, I'm gonna pour these roaches on you while you're yeah. while you're awake. Uh, okay, I live in that shit. What's up? Living squalor, dog. Yeah, but um, what was it? So the you're talking about these Dubai women. It's funny you uh, were talking about this too because I have uh, you know, the Instagram that I have. You know, I follow people that I knew from back in the day, all kinds of crazy shit, whatever. But um. There's this one person in particular, good-looking female, whatever, and uh, she has stories of most of the time she's traveling, and then when she's traveling, you could see that she posts this shit, uh, you know, like a, in a bikini, in a mirror, and she's like, hey, OnlyFans is OnlyFans slash whatever, whatever. I'm like, oh, this this girl needs money to party. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, and she's getting it, too. I, I assume she is. She's like, oh, I need a couple hundred bucks to go do this shit. Let me show these. Let me show these fucking fifty-year-old men my uh, my butthole real quick, and I'm gonna go fucking party for the night. You know what I mean? On the go money. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And I mean, good, good, good for her, uh, and good for whoever the fuck does that because that's that's really smart. But at the same time, I hope she's te- keeping track of that shit because that shit's taxable. And you're about to be like Wesley Snipes in jail. <laughs> evading, evading taxes, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because, like, at the end of the day, I don't ever really blame the, the women that take advantage of men in situations like that. I mean, I just think to myself, like, y'all are some strong individuals because me personally, I know for a fact my integrity wouldn't let me do certain shit. But just the way that I think, like, when it comes to money and just little stuff like that, to me, that's trivial. Like, of course, if you got to save somebody's life or something like that, it, it becomes a little bit different. Things become a little bit more skewed. But while we're still talking about uh, girls on OnlyFans, so 
there is a like one of my Facebook friends, kind of like you were talking about. Um, she's a girl that's on OnlyFans. And now she's online. She's talking about how, how everybody's scared to date her and nobody wants to date her and nobody wants to be in a relationship with her. And in the same breath, she's over there like, somebody needs to go ahead and buy me breakfast real quick. Here's my cash app and stuff like that. It just makes me think that, like, could y'all date a girl that was on OnlyFans? Um, I couldn't even date a stripper. No, no. Only uh, I think I think simply because um, it might be the uh, it's not for the money; it's more the attention thing. So if you have someone who's looking for this for money, I don't know. This is just me. Again, we're not experts, right? Yeah, boom. Absolutely. But, uh, but if someone's looking for the attention for this and for money as well, I'm not going to fucking uh, come hang out with you at the same time is because I probably won't give you the uh, the attention needed. And also, uh, I'm not going to go through the heartbreak of whatever the fuck it is you're doing. Yeah, and I'm, uh, one of the terms that has been coined lately is small dick energy, right? <laughs> so yeah if you can't if you can't deal with a girl that, that's a hoe then you must have a small dick and all this other stuff and that's the conversation that a lot of that they have now and i don't think it's anything wrong with you know you not necessarily wanting to date a woman because of because of something like an OnlyFans. i mean yes she's making money i mean good good for you i mean at the end of the day i'm not going to shame you for it but if it were me and if i were on a dating market i wouldn't want to be with that type of person like you were saying one because of the attention aspect i mean but that's just me and i i she's all upset about it and i was like i, I don't really understand why you would be upset like you you did this to yourself it's like me going around shooting people and being surprised I, i'm going to jail like if i go out and i shoot somebody and people find out about it i'm going to jail right same concept but at the end of the day, if that's what you want to do, make your mo- make your money, get your hustle on. But you know, it's, you can't be upset when all guys don't want to deal with that. Yeah, I think us as men, we put more more value into something that's that's hard to obtain. So <clears throat> if I want to get a bad girl, man, I know a lot of people are attracted to and want, but she wants me. That gives me more. Like I'm I'm, I'm more motivated you know what I'm saying I'm, I feel better about myself because I got this something that a lot of people want and she's out there putting it on OnlyFans and just selling it away like it, it just it loses that value in my eyes so, so go and make it quick man like look you're getting your money I respect that that's good but I can't I can't deal with that myself me personally so I do hate the whole small dick big dick energy bullshit because it's like it's just it's just retarded for me to be like, okay, he can't deal with me, so he might he got a small dick, small dick. You know what I mean? I'm too much for him or something like that. Like, okay, in in a in a way, you are too much for me. You want that attention I can't provide, so I didn't go after it. You know what I mean? So that's just me. It's just crazy because what was it Corinne Stephens? Y'all remember her Superhead, right? Yeah. He said Superhead. Yeah. So Superhead has a podcast, and she, she was does. talking about, and she was pretty much talking about that same thing she was like you know i've never heard a man with a big dick complain about blah 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 and it's like 
No, it's not about that. It's just, we know where you've been. Everybody knows where you've been. And then she was also talking about her ex-husband. But it just kind of goes into, like, they think it's an insecurity, but I like how you, uh, now go ahead. But then she was talking about how small his his, uh, his member was and all this other stuff. And it's like, but you married him, though. But now, all of a sudden, because y'all are divorced, like, you have an issue with what he had going on. Like, I don't know. But speaking of uh, menaces online, I think Drake has to take the menace award. Like, Drake is a monster. I know we've all seen the tweet. You know, him hitting up old girl, talking about she needs some excitement in her life. So let me ask y'all this. Would you be scared if Drake hit your girl up? No. Well, yeah, but no. The yeah, because he's a fucking celebrity, right? So it's the same if a celebrity hit, hit like hit us up, right? Uh, I'd be like, oh, shit, damn, what's up, what's up? Um, again, the attention thing, but then no, because he's a... It's kind of a, what you call it? Um, it's kind of a fucking loose body dog. That dude's all fucking, you know what I mean? He's just he like, there? yeah, he, uh, no, what I'm saying is he, fuck, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's but you get, you got this dumpy, body. <laughs> yeah, you got this dumpy ass fucking dude coming to you or come to your lady like, oh, what's up? It's like, dude, dog, you look like a pear outside of these fucking baggy <laughs> ass clothes, man. You ain't, you ain't get shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> misshape. Yeah. You got a misshape. How nah. about you get back in that fucking wheelchair, Degrassi? <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Yo, dog. I actually, I used to watch that shit, man. Degrassi was my shit, bro. Back in the day, yeah. yeah. Dude, I remember watching that shit, and I'm like, oh no, not Jimmy. They shot him. <laughs> I thought he was dead in that fucking episode. And then the next season, he came back in a wheelchair. wheelchair I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? I'm like, hell no, man. In that same fucking, uh, that same season, old girl, that little white girl got fucking uh, gonorrhea in the throat because she went into the fucking, uh, into the van with old boy. And she's like, what's up? Let me gock gock that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Canadians. No. Oh, Glizzy <laughs> Gladiator. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be worried though. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, Drake. At that point, man, whether it's a celebrity or just a regular dude, man, like if they come up to your girl and she she end up biting for her, bro, she wasn't there for you. No, exactly. Right. Get the fuck out of here then. I mean, yeah, I feel like we can all say that because we are we're dudes that actually get had got women at one point like you already know how the game goes yeah. but if we were one like if we were just uh i guess normal dudes that like you know you kind of put all your stake in that i mean i shouldn't be talking like that because i do have a wife but well i can talk like that but it's just yeah like if she ever you know bit on that i'd be like yeah nah i mean i mean it is what it is and i can't me personally, I can't handle cheating. Like you cheat on me, I'm done. Well, also too, uh, if he comes through and hits Sonia up and be like, "Hey, you want to do this?" And she tells me, "I'm like, get all the money you can, and then uh, <laughs> come back." <laughs> <laughs> I would always be thinking about like trying to rob him. 
But then again, uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna rob nobody. Not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not robbing no one personally. Not he, at this point in my life. Draco called the cops on your ass. He will. He definitely will. He pays taxes. He's a law-abiding citizen. He has that right. He'll also put my son in his pocket. He robbed me. He robbed me. Keep receipts. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but just imagine, though. You already know he'd be serenading your girl. Bro, you, oh, you get to... Uh... I forgot that kid name, but uh, he'll he'll up and coming basketball player. But he he took his his mom to like the Dodgers stadium. Yeah, had a helicopter fly by and all that shit. Like yeah, I mean that. But that that's his like that's his brand. You know what I mean? Like the whole Liverboy brand and shit. Yeah. Like he sell that type of shit. So yeah, he'll he'll wind down you, lady. That probably be the best night of her life too. I ain't gonna lie to you, but it's not reality. He ain't gonna fucking do that for the rest of her life. No. That's why that's why people fuck the R and B dog. That's fuck jams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all it's all imaginary, man. Shit. Hey, I'm gonna he tie is, I'm gonna tie the episode fuck, fuck jams. Jam. He is the walking fuck jam. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely gonna be the title. <laughs> fuck jam. Yo, you know the fucking um actually it was a funny funny story. I never I, I everyone knows what fuck jams is, but I never heard it related to anything until one day. Um it had to have been like <laughs> maybe like 10 years ago. And uh someone walked into someone's room and they're like, Yeah, they had fucking uh I'll call it first of all, disclosure, we caught him jerking off. Okay. <laughs> right. But this dude had fucking R and B going. Damn. And yeah, alone, alone. Yeah, everything uh, said. I'm not gonna say no names, and I'm not gonna say who fucking caught him. But uh, <laughs> yo, someone who was with uh, not me, but someone else was like, "Hey man, what the fuck you got? Fuck jams going on? Fuck <laughs> going on? All this shit." And that's the first time I heard fuck jams. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I mean, not me. The story. Yeah. Way, yeah. That's the first time I heard <laughs> fuck jams. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I like that term. That's a good one. Yeah, fuck jams. Yeah. So that's actually something you should fucking trademark. Fuck jams. No, that wasn't that wasn't even me saying fuck jams back in the day. But the <laughs> the person who said it, actually, you uh you know him, and I'll uh I'll, yeah, you can let me know after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we go back. <laughs> Yo, that was the funniest fucking thing because uh, we went through and this dude was just, you know, fucking old Jill. And uh, <laughs> he was like, hey, man, what the fuck you listen to fuck jams while you fucking your own hand? And I'm like, when we left there, I'm like, holy shit, fuck jams? He's like, you ain't never heard that? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> Yo, I never heard that before. <laughs> Let me see. So... We're talking about uh, fuck jams, we're talking about relationships and shit like that. So I feel like it would be a tragedy for us to go on a little bit further. Without, I know y'all probably didn't really listen to him that much, but I just want to say rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Um, I hope everything's going on. Like, uh, I hope his family, you know, I'm just going to be praying for him because as of right now, the internet was not very nice to good old Kev. 
And uh, first of do you? I never really personally listened to him. I just got the gist of kind of what he was saying. Do you feel like he got his message across in the time manner that he had? I think no, he didn't because one of the well, so I look at it two different ways. Of course, people are always going to want to hear the sweet shit that you say, so they go and gravitate towards the honey. But he didn't have necessarily take that approach. He took all the vinegar, bro. He was yeah. Yeah, and that's what he did a lot of times. But one thing I will say, it's a very controversial take, but I think Kevin Samuels did more for the black community than Obama. Like Kevin Samuels actually took pride and made sure that, uh, I'm not gonna say he took pride because of course he was clout chasing with some of his topics and whatnot. But in regards to helping out black families just by putting a realistic uh, spin on what they should be expecting, I think that was a good message. I don't think the message was conveyed the best. Um, and it's kind of sad just hearing people saying, you know, he got his karma, you know, he's dead. And that's very unfortunate because he has a mother, he has kids that has to get online and have to hear that about their dad, you know? And I think that part of it is unfortunate. But yes, he wasn't always the best message, like person delivering the message, but I do think it was effective. Kevin Samuels, um, just so I, I'm correct, he's the uh, one who would sit there and take uh, calls from uh, women and he would ask them questions and yeah. bigger women probably. So the way that his show worked, but he was actually moving toward a different format as time was going on, but it's just, it's sad that he died before he could reach that pinnacle of success. But the, uh, well, he was successful, but just, he was trying to go somewhere. So yeah, he would call him and every single time he would ask him the same questions. He would be like, uh, you know, like, where do you live? How tall are you? What do you how rate yourself? You yep. How much, like, yeah. what's your dress size? Stuff like that. And then he would always ask him the same question. He's like, you know, what are you looking for in a man? And normally they would have unrealistic standards. They would say, well, I need somebody that's earning more than me. I need somebody that's making $100,000, blah, blah, blah. But then he would break it down percentage wise. And he would say, <laughs> you know, do you know how many men make above $100,000? And then they would always say, well, I don't want no average man, which is, which all of us fall in that average man category. Right away. Yeah. And they're all saying that they wouldn't deal with men like us because of the income. But the odd thing is we all know Y'all still out here fucking. Yeah. Like, you're fucking somebody. Everybody is. He's out here riding scooters, bro, on a razor. Still getting fucked. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I never really understood that. Like, why are you lying about your standards? And then, yeah, he just he just wanted people to be realistic about their standards. And it came to men, too, because he would always, like, I remember a couple of times a men called in this show. It was like a 20-year-old dude that was overweight. He's like, you don't need to be worrying about getting women. You need to worry about getting fucking money and get your fucking ass out there and get on a treadmill. It, his message was harsh, but it made a lot of sense. Well, actually, I um, I never watched his shit um, straight up, but I would always see it on different people's podcasts or on the internet somewhere. And it was always like the funny shit. He's like, uh, so how much you weigh? And they're like, that's not in your business. He's like, oh, so you're tight as fuck. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, don't don't talk to me. Get the fuck out of here. You want to act like a fucking fool. 
And I'm like, oh shit. Well, the thing <laughs> is, yeah, like he didn't tolerate people disrespecting him on his own platform. Like if, yeah. if you're calling into his show and you don't want to answer the questions, you just want to be difficult, then why would I have you on my show? Yeah. But I just think that, you know, his message, his message was important. I, I truly do think that even though I didn't agree with everything that he said, I, I think he was needed. I mean, there's a lot of women, there's a lot of shows about women bashing men all the time. And he was kind of the other side, the opposite side of the spectrum while trying to maintain a certain type of integrity. So I do respect what he was doing. Uh, do we know uh, what he died of natural causes or what? Yeah, so it's actually funny because uh, he was actually dealing with a, a woman. And uh, I guess he ended up pat like uh, he said his chest hurts and he just fell on the woman and she was a nurse. So she tried to keep him alive by doing CPR. They called the ambulance and he was dead. Oh, he had a heart attack something? Yeah, I believe so. I think it was cardiac arrest that they said. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he was still on <laughs> Oh man, that's what that's where the karma thing comes from. The comments, right? Yeah. Uh, but he, he seemed like a good dude. And the funny thing about it is, it doesn't. You don't have to be a, a like a big fat motherfucker to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. That shit happens to fucking everybody, dog. Nah, he was a dude that was always preaching about being in shape. And the thing is, with cardiac arrest, it, it all boils down to how you eat. Yeah. Like you could work out like a fucking animal, but if you're not eating the way that you're supposed to, you can still like, or if you're smoking, there's a lot of different things that go into it. I mean, I wasn't like a fanboy of him or anything like that, but I, I do respect his message. And in today's climate to do what he did is fucking extraordinary. Yeah. 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 He won't cancel. The, the progression of, of women. <clears throat> man, he got some balls, man. He, that motherfucker had him. Yeah, because he was telling people that they fucking sucked at life. You know, he's like, nah, dog, you you fucking suck. Figure your shit out. (laughs) That's just pretty funny, dude. And yeah, like, I know all of us, we're used to people being direct, but it was like the first time I heard Kevin, because I was so used to, because we've been brainwashed, believe it or not. We've been brainwashed that, you know, we're supposed to always bow down to what women want and all this other stuff. It's just when his message opened up, he, uh, like when I heard his message for the first time, I just remember thinking to myself, like, wow, you can't say that. I was like, you can't say that either. But in our profession, people talk very direct all the time. And it's just, it was crazy hearing somebody on a public platform speaking that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I was saying, RIP to Kevin Samuels, man. All right, yeah, I'm just going to use that as a moment of silence because we were pretty uh, silent for a minute. There's something <laughs> I didn't talk about, but <laughs> I feel like it is, it's got to be said. Stop giving y'all fucking money to Black Lives Matter. <laughs> like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> you, <do>? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Have you sent money? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Do not give your money to that organization. They're criminals. <laughs> <laughs> what what group? Ain't, this is America, bro. Everybody got two remotes, man. Damn, I don't mind. I ain't sending the money, bro. So, but why you say that, bro? 
Because, did you not see that woman bought that $6 million mansion? Let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> I'm going up in, in, in Guns Point, Texas, right? Going to different, like, churches and shit. Backwater churches. My mom used to bring me and my brother to. Motherfucking, like, prophets prophesizing over us with fucking gold rings and shit. Later, just to get busted a week later, bro, on some, some dumb shit still from the church. I stopped all that shit, bro. Like, that's kind of what kind of pushed me out of the whole... I grew up Christian, but anyway. Like, I had a church called Harvest Time Church, man. Small town church. I went there for like eight years growing up. I seen this church grow from a, a one, one building, right, to a fucking mega church, bro, pretty much in Green's Point. Pastor Beatty, man. Two helicopters, bro, riding around Bentley, bands, like just... Just living life, bro. The surrounding community around him suffering. So the whole offering and giving money to different organizations and shit, man, fuck it, bro. If I ain't got to do with my family, bro, I don't give a fuck about it. Same with the whole BLM movement, all that bullshit, bro. Like, everybody got their own fucking motive, dog. So you got to watch out. That's, that's, I agree. Don't don't send your money to these motherfuckers. A, a lot of it's tax-free shit, too. So that's, yeah, that's why churches don't have to pay taxes, bro. Nah. So, so, when it comes to that, I see it from two different directions. Well, first off, I, I never really thought BLM was like for us anyway, because if you ever went to the website, it's it's not just y'all can go ahead and do your own research. I'm not going to speak on it, but it's not an organization that was meant to better our people. And if you actually read their mission statement and everything, you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll catch my drip. But when it comes to churches and whatnot, when it comes to them getting all that money, what do you expect them to do in the community? Oh, you like, talking about church? Yeah. So, uh, like, so, so I'd rather. Oh my bad. Go ahead, man. So I'd rather see, and I remember this too um, from when I was little, and I think it actually worked. They uh, improved the church. They made the church bigger, right? But also, they started paying into the community as far as. Uh, I don't know. This was this was early '90s too. So um, I don't know. In my mind might have been clouded back then, but I started to see less and less homeless. I want to say that um, our homeless shelter got bigger because of the church that we were in. But we were born again Christians too in uh, Central New York. So I don't know. I don't remember. You know what I mean? But what I want to say is. Uh, when we started going to church, donations, this, that, and the other, got so big to the point where we went to a like a like. Uh, we've all been in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Mana Church, right? Huge. So our, uh, on the eighty-one in New York, we moved down to there, and it was fucking giant, right? But I kind of wish it wasn't the church that got big. You know what I mean? But uh, I did at that point in the community that we were in, because we were in uh, Onondaga, we were West Onondaga, Syracuse, and it was a really bad uh, homeless and uh, a lot of a big crime area, but we saw a lot less homeless. And then uh, I, I want to say the, uh, the homeless uh, shelter got bigger. But then again, they probably went to jail uh, or got arrested. And I didn't know that because I was what, like nine, 10 years old, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you were talking just more or less about helping the homeless because, yes, that's what the church is supposed to do with those funds. They're supposed to be helping out the community. 
but I was thinking about it for myself. Like if I were to open up a church and I needed to meet the needs of the community, well, that's why I go to the church that I go to, Hope Community Church. They actually look at the needs of the community and they want to do good. I mean, nobody's claiming to be this great, amazing person or anything. Everybody's realistic. They have realistic expectations. But their biggest thing is just to trying to help out the, the community that they serve. So for you, like uh, Mackie, I just wanted to know, well, no, I think it's flagrant for a pastor to be running around with a with a, an expensive car and all that other stuff. And yeah, but what what did you think that the uh, church could have done in order to help that community out? Kind of what he said. Uh, affect the, the homeless around, right? Group shelters. To me, a big thing is to reintegrate re kids into like more team-based stuff, right? So we had like four or five YMCA's around Greenspoint, bro. They could have been just, just pretty much built up, you know, better, better goals, better courts. I can have, you know, tournaments, like friendly tournaments, or just like just, just getting the kids involved into the community. Then you can start doing, like we had a youth service, you know what I mean? Like we didn't really do too much stuff. Uh, we do like car washes in the parking lot. So we wash the congregation's cars and shit. But that's not really affecting Green's point, but that's just affecting Harvest Time Church. So, <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of ways you can attack it. Not all of them are going to be, you know, like hit the nail on the head. You're not going to fix the community over one or two, three years. I mean, this shit takes time. I understand that. But just taking the a, a, a right step, you know, in, in the right direction, but that, that, that goes a long way. And I didn't see that within like the eight to 10 years I, I was there. I just... I don't know. I, I have such a my own opinion on religion. We ain't gonna touch that. But I, I just it, it's just annoying, bro. Like you have so much of this money, non-taxed, bro. Like what are you doing with it? Like there's no reason why you would need a helicopter, bro. There's just no reason. You're like you're not flying a fucking medevac, dog. Like where are you going? That that you like go go to the airport like somebody else, bro. Like it's just it's just dumb as hell. I don't know. No, I, I do get that. That is excess. I do think that the uh, pastors and everything that they do need to be taken care of in regards to having a car, being able to live in the community and things like that. But yeah, helicopters and stuff like, yeah, that's a little much. Like, and, I, like I grew up watching Creflo Dollar with my mom and like TD Jakes and stuff like that. Creflo Dollar was terrible. And so <clears throat> was, uh, what's that other mega pastor? Joe Lostein. He got so he he bit a bullet, bro. So kind of similar to what he did, bro. Like during Hurricane Katrina, Rita, like bro, the doors are shut. Like people outside, they ain't know where to go, man. Like open up your door. That's that's what it's for, right? Like everybody, come as you are. You're welcome. Ah, right, bro, lock them doors. <laughs> yeah. So what what's what's the reason why you're doing this? Like follow your tenants, but a lot of people don't. There's so many different brands of Christianity, bro. But yeah. I think uh, I I, I want to say uh, greed greed uh, affects everyone. So I mean, it's not too. Uh, we 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 can pinpoint all these people. I remember the uh, infomercials and the after hour shit triple seven with all the uh, you know the Christian Catholic whatever whatever may be uh, they had their 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 shows but i mean greed greed is a son of a bitch dog so i mean the true the true people 
who want to get the who want to get the point out there don't get that big because they stay in the community. But the 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 people that you see on the outside, the huge spots, that's greed. That's not trying to get a message across. That's greed. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then I also think they get tainted by the fact that people hold on to every word that they say. Because yes, when you're on a platform that large and people are listening to what you have to say, I think sometimes you do, like you get to a point to where you do become very influential and you tend to take that for granted and you're not necessarily listening to, to God and who is supposed to put you there in the first place. You're listening to whatever's putting the money in your pocket. And yeah, that is a, that's a problem that I have with a lot of uh, mega churches and mega preachers is that a lot of times the message, they don't actually teach the message. They just kind of teach whatever they want. But mm -hmm. yeah, we could talk about religion all day long. I'm not going <clears> to, <throat> I'm kind of move away from that. <clears throat> but actually, uh, they have that Amir Khan thing on uh, the uh, video. We're going to go ahead and cover that. Then we'll cover uh, our last topic and then we'll get up out of here. Let me uh, share the screen real fast. Damn fucking... I just had my watch taken off me at gunpoint in East London, Leighton, across the road with Ferio. Luckily, she was a few steps behind me. Two men ran to me. He asked me for my watch. While I was having a gun pointed in my face, the main thing is we're both safe. Now those are the robbers. barely see that. You can't really see anything. Let me see if they got a better angle of it. I don't think they do. Yeah, so that video don't really show the angle. I could sleep last night was a bit mad, but I'm glad everyone is safe. Feels a bit weird not wearing a watch. Anyway, I just want to tell you guys, it's all I'm all good. Me and the wife are doing some TV work today, so yep. All right, so he uh, gave up his watch, of course. I mean, he's a boxer, but. Yeah, in that situation, you're going to get, like, if you're smart, you're just going to go ahead and give up the watch because it's not worth your life. But uh, in the video, what they didn't, you can't really see it too well. And they said his wife took off running. So if you're in a situation like that where somebody had a gun pointed on you, would you want your wife to leave you or your girl to leave you? Or would you want her to be by your side? I'd rather her leave. Uh, I'm pretty sure I would, too. I bet. Yeah. It's a reason to get her out of harm's way and she ain't gotta watch to get your ass beat. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. All right, because you know there's always people online like, yeah, you know, I would die by my man before I go ahead and take off. And this whole ride or die culture that we have, but we're all in agreement pretty much that yeah, that we would all do the same thing, but do you think that that is a bad uh, testament to her loyalty 
that you have uh she has a gun pointed at her and she just took off running and just left you there? No, no absolutely not. I think this whole ride or die shit is like he is taken to like the extravagant, right? So I think the way I interpret ride or dies is ride with me through these these difficult times we have in this relationship. I mean, like let's 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 work through all these problems and shit. Not let's both get shot at gunpoint, especially if you got kids and like what the hell does that do to them? You know what I mean? Nothing. Exactly. So, that whole ride or die culture shit is. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Lil Durk and his girl, like they both shot the uh shot the people that was coming in their house out the house. Like I think I'm pretty sure that was like the deciding factor for him wanting to marry her was the fact <laughs> that she picked up a gun, start busting back with him. But yeah, <clears throat> I think that's that's different though. That's super different. That's not that's not having your life threatened immediately that's uh trying to eliminate a threat of people you know taking yeah. so in that situation would you be mad if she ran out the house though at that point uh well i mean i guess not but the thing about it is like why would you run out of the house when we're more safe in the house when we're fucking bucking at these dudes you know what i'm saying yes yeah, that's, that's it's a scenery difference too man like you and yeah big time Gotcha. You know, you know, you know the spot. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, being on the street, bro, like, just walking down a public street and two people hop out, mm-hmm. weapons on you, like that. It, you got to think about certain shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. My lady knows where the gun is. You know, both of them. She know how to load, manage them hoes and everything, bro. So if some shit happened, like, we got cameras all around. So if something happens, bro, like, we, we ready. But on the yeah. street. Like, do Fuck all that. She on the street. She better stand by me. She better ride. She better start busting that motherfucking gun. I know she got, bro. Yeah. So you walking with your wife and you got. But she has the gun. Oh yeah, she got the gun. (laughs) She she always got it on. Yeah. No, I'm fucking around. I just like I feel like for a good pod, somebody always has to have like a the opposite view, and I like to kind of represent that viewpoint, even though for that one I I can't. So let's do this thing. Puts in the mindset a little dirt, right? The way he living his life and shit, bro, you bound to, to pop some shit off. You know what I mean? So, yeah, she got to be ready for some type of shit like that. Whether it's a goddamn police raid or the niggas just running and trying to do some stupid shit. So, with India, that shit, yeah, that, in his eyes, that's right or die because she understands what type of life I'm living. So, she got to be ready for some shit to happen. She was ready. So, hey, right or die. But for us, like, if you're not living this type of style, you got to alter that right or die mentality. Like, Look, I don't want to India if I'm, I'm cops knock on my door. She see on the, on the camera, not nah, fuck that, bah! you know. Start shooting shit off, bro. Like chill. They just asking questions. Like that's not my life right now. So you she gotta understand what type of environment she. That's just my take, though. So. I mean, yeah, but I don't think she would have just started busting. She knew the cops is right there because I know they got cameras everywhere. But yeah, no, nah, I see. I see what you're saying. And plus, everybody think that ride or die shit is like sexy until like she busting you inside your motherfucking head. Yeah, and then now it's like, damn, knock your ass. Up. But I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to go to prison. Women are aggressive, brother. Like <sighs> they're just as aggressive as we are. Honestly, I think more because they they're protected. Yeah, probably. And women have like women have a different type of bravery, bro. I can't even explain it to you. Like, they walk up to you. Unlimited bravery. <laughs> like, 
and, and we talked about this before how like you getting like women to put you in a situation like to where she has so much confidence in your motherfucking skills and like it's weird because it's this there's this trend going on on tiktok where like everybody's like you know they're like oh you gotta your man don't say anything about what you would uh what you have on and whatnot and then the girls are always like no nah, because my man can fight and I always think about it like this right even if your man can fight there's either way if he beats the dude up it can go bad if he gets beat the fuck up it's bad so it's like what are you really doing like just instead of causing problems i mean i'm not talking about the way that people dress or anything like that but instead of causing the issue how about you just shut up and just sit there yo we talk about this we've literally talked about it before remember swole t oh yeah Yo, way back. Full T knocked his ass around. Yeah. Full T, man. You can't fuck with him. Yeah, leave that dude the fuck alone. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like I was saying, like, that that's, that's the mentality, man. That's that's her having a childish mentality, bro. Like, again, you gotta watch out who you want to spend the rest of your life with. Because getting put in a bad situation, that shit is not fun. Yeah, like he's that. always there. As a husband, you got to protect your wife, and as a wife, you have to protect your husband from situations like that. Because if he end up, if I end up in fucking prison, like just think about that. You're not gonna do it out. You fuck him up. You end up in prison. She's with another dude any fucking way, right? Uh, not even that, bro. Like, I really know anybody, any dude that go to the club, mom. So that motherfucker is with a pack. Yeah. So yeah, you can have argue argument with him, and I end up fighting him. But now I'm getting jumped by five motherfuckers. So. And you put me in a situation. So yeah, that's it. Well, if you if you encounter a person that goes to the uh the club alone, that's another fucking threat. And they got a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better go some shit, bro. <laughs> He's alone for a reason, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a crazy situation. Uh, All right, so I kind of wanted to end off on like a lighter note, right? So it was something I kind of put out there for y'all. I don't know if y'all actually thought about it, but just uh, what is the best random act of kindness that ever happened to you in your life? So I can kind of give one, right? Um, and I'm not gonna use any names or anything like that, but I am gonna tell the story. So back when I was uh, in high school, there was a, like I moved around high schools a lot. I went to three or four different high schools as I was coming up. And I didn't really have any friends. Like I would walk around the hallways, just aimless, just kind of to myself, not really bothering anybody. And nobody really bothered me too much. But I would always go and I would sit and eat lunch by myself. And there was a, there was a girl, she barely even knew me, right? And she just was like, hey, you know, come over here and eat with us. And I I was taken aback. I was like, okay, well, I'll go over here with y'all. And I was eating lunch with them for about the next few months. But it's just small things like that just kind of make me think about, you know, there are decent people out in the world. They weren't pulling me over to make fun of me or anything, which I was kind of weary of. Because I've been to enough high schools to where I knew that, you know, people are always trying there to make fun of you. But it was just somebody that was trying to be nice and I'd greatly appreciate it. High school. 
Yeah, high school was shit, man. I mean, if y'all ain't got no random acts of kindness, then we can just go ahead and y'all can get into y'all. No, I, got, I got one. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. After Afghanistan, you know how I mean you was living uh, and what we was going through and shit. Uh, the one person, man, that kind of knew everything and just, like, helped me out that that, that mud hole, man. Uh, I ain't gonna say no names, but she put a lot of stuff into into getting me better and on track and out of that dark spot, man, because well, we was going through it, you know what I mean? So without her, man, I don't know where where I would have been, to be honest with you. But she didn't have to do that because she had her own shit going on, you know what I mean? And she just put a lot of herself into into my life and it just I, I completely changed the way I like that thing is, man. It's just, that's probably one of the greatest acts of kindness that I, I've experienced in my life. And we still kind of talk to this day. But yeah, uh, I don't know where I'd be without her, man. So. Yeah, I got a couple of, yeah, of course, we all kind of have, me and you, we we know each other, and my wife kind of pulled yeah. me out of, out of some shit, too. Eric, you got anything? Man, not that I want to talk about, yeah. I got you. Okay, so we can go ahead and we can just go into closing remarks. But just, uh, is there is there anything that y'all want to say to the people that are listening? If you, uh, you go to Dubai, man, don't, don't suck a camel dick. Just go out there and see the sights, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just... <laughs> Experience life differently, but not that different. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, jack off to fuck jams. You can't get your fuck jams up, yo. Playlist yeah. <laughs> ready. Listen to fuck jams, all right? Okay, so I'm going to take it on a little bit more of a serious note. Um, if you're going through something, you know, you could always just let somebody know and you... We'll be surprised at who's willing to help you, like first and foremost. Um, also, just want to say thank you to anybody that's listening. Just make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. If you have anything that you want us to talk about, go ahead and comment in there. Even though we're not getting many comments yet, all right, it's bound to happen eventually. And also, I say this with the most sincerity. Stop giving your fucking money to BLM, all right? But this has been the We're Not Experts podcast, and we out. Peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs>